Hey, what's going on? It is episode 290 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I don't know if, if it's where you live or just where I live or Northwest Indiana, but my grass needs to be cut two, at least two times a week and bagged. Can't even be mulched. What? If I'm only doing it two times a week, it, it's it's relentless. I did notice that you had that thing when it splits off when it gets long where it looks like wheat. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do know because my neighbors, just... like I told you, are the grass doctors who only talk about grass grass cutting fertilization so they had a uh, there, there's a word for that and there's a reason it happens i think if i remember right and i'm sure when they when they hear this they'll correct me if i'm wrong but i think it has something to do with watering or you the, your your grass getting it's like mold top or something there's definitely some, the ph yeah, there's something the going soil. on there i don't know but either way uh i pay for like a green lawn or chem lawn i don't know which company it is um they come and they they put bug spray on my lawn and they put they put fertilizer on my lawn. So I'm not going to be doing anything beside mowing. If there's any extra fertilizer to be done or whatever, I, I leave that to the professionals. So hopefully uh, they'll recognize that there is an issue if if they believe there is one and take care of it. Your grass. But thanks doctor, for pointing it out. Your grass doctor neighbors. It's like hey, real those are some sweet pants, but like you're 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 you're. Gut is hanging out of the side of them. This thanks, Ben. I want to start. Uh, maybe I'll start a blog called <laughs> "Things That Would Make Antifa Angry." <laughs> Why would that make Antifa angry? I think that when they're getting their like Molotov cocktails and they're getting ready and they're folding their bandanas and like spray painting stuff to get mm-hmm. prepared, I think like when they're complaining about like the man, they're, like they sit around with their like grass doctors and they, they talk about like their pH soil and, and organize. I think that makes them angry. It might, but I think you should start a blog that goes, that's something like, hey, let's take something that someone, uh, you know, was, is happy with and just just shit all over or tell the world, I expose think, the world. See, there's I, supposed to be like this uh, curtain. People don't know what's really going on in my life. And I present this, whatever I present as being my life. And then you come in, you're like, hey, your grass isn't that great. You have a huge uh, basement, you said. But, oh, did I know, expose? I don't know. I mean, now I feel a little bit inadequate about the my grass splitting off at the end. I exposed your grass weakness. Whatever. I guess well, I'll, you take a, I'll take a picture of it before I cut the grass today and then after. Twice a week is ridiculous. Well, I don't cut the back because I have a, a child, um, so that's that's his job. Um, but the back, my, my mower is currently broken. It is, uh, you know, you, not self-propelled, but like, yeah, like you, you know, you hold the thing and the yeah. mower goes. Yeah, and it is not working currently, so you have to actually push it, which is heavier than a push mower because yes. there's no gears when it's broken. So I, I mowed the back twice last week, and it was it was terrible. So I'm like, no, nah, my kid can do this. No, a regular push mower is fine. Self propelled is fine, but a broken self propelled is yes. the worst. So I could take it to get fixed, or I did look at a YouTube video, but I've just been too busy to fix it. So I'm like, you know, builds character. He can handle it. Yeah. When you're done bagging groceries, <laughs> right? Bag these clippings. Yeah, that's you know what I tell you. That's been a big thing. Um, when when he first got his job, or like when he was applying, he's like, "What should I put down for my availability?" Like, I want money. And we're like, "Well, I mean, here's the you know, it has to be after school, so after five p.m. and you can work until ten p.m. on the weeknights, and then the weekends, you know, whatever your availability is, whatever." And so he put my avail- my availability is for whatever, and he's you know working. 
four or five days a week. Ugh. And now he's like, week two, he's like, I want, I, I want to quit. I hate this. It's terrible. And it's just like, bro, you you begged to get a job. And my wife told him, once it starts, it never stops. That's it until you retire. Like you have you have got on this roller coaster, and there ain't no getting off. No, like because you're not gonna not now have a job, right? We're not gonna allow that. It's like when you get good grades and your parents do the old, like, see, I knew you could do it. Now we can, we'll expect that uh, you can toe that line. Yeah. You don't get a job and then go, yeah, it wasn't for me, so I'm just not going to be working Well, anymore. the life hack to not that. Not my house. The life hack to that is severe substance abuse. <laughs> like, that's you how you... Co- the coping mechanism? I'm, or? Well, I'm talking about, like, you want to not have a job? <laughs> make there, yourself There is a way to get off. Yeah, you just have to make yourself completely unreliable. And uh, unemployable in the depths of, of despair. Is that like going in for jury duty and making an uh, off color or racist comment immediately? Yeah. yeah. And then thinking you're like, well, I don't have to do jury duty. It's like, yeah, but this is also on record that I'm you're s- a- super balanced and I love the law. <laughs> what color is that guy anyway? Yeah, right. It is a guy, right? You guys wouldn't know the girl, you know? And that's what you do. So, yeah, my grass is uh, an ordeal that I have to keep constantly dealing with. On top of being a softball coach and a soft all-star softball coach, um, and currently right now my daughter is with my wife in uh, like 45 minutes away uh, in a tournament that's going to last from all day today and then all day tomorrow. Win or lose, you still have to be in the tournament. It's like... I don't know what it is. Quadruple elimination. They're like, no, nah, we're still going to give you. I mean, you still could. It's possible. Do and it's not. like, just let us lose and come home for the weekend. I swear. I think this to every single person whose kids play sports to what end? And I've said this before. I have friends that do travel sports with their kids and I called them stupid, idiotic. I'm like, you know what? Live for you, not for your kids. What are you supposed to do in the weekends? How are you supposed to go out and drink beer and eat, eat, eat at gastro pubs that you've never been to before, even if you can't taste or smell? But the bottom line That's is true. this. Your kids will have their time. Now is not their time. It is your time. So rec league is one thing, but go, getting hotels or traveling, you know, at five in the morning, getting in the car and driving two hours, an hour, even 45 minutes to play an all day tournament where you have to sit there and put a tent outside your car or bring, uh, you know, you're going to have to you play throughout a 12 hour day, maybe maybe once at the beginning and once at the end of that day okay. without coming home. Nonsense. It's not. Yeah, I, I, I was uh, browbeaten into this by my neighbor who uh, was like, please, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal. I promise. And uh, he's he's like, we you know, we want you on the team, want your daughter on the team. He'd never done it before, and now this is the first tournament, and I'm like, yeah, we're 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 bowing out after it's not gonna we're not gonna be You're gonna finish out. the commitment you made. I'm probably not. I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> we'll probably finish a tournament and then next week there's a tournament here in our town, which we could just come home between the games a little more convenient. And I'm not on call. So right now I'm here because I'm currently I can't get too far from the house. I'm an on-call employee. Yeah. Um, so I and I have to take if I do go, I have to take my company vehicle, and I can't drive my kids around in that. So I have to be able to leave at a moment's notice and drive. You know, it's a mess. So yeah. I'm just not. I'm not. I don't like stress. I like well, you but, know. But you you were saying, okay, this is this is our time. Like these these are things on the weekend that I want to do, and it shouldn't be about the kids. I'm even taking it a step past that. The kids have other stuff to do. My Madden theory, dude, 99 points. You can't be all in softball. Go for a hike, play with your friends, walk around, be bored. It can't be all about this tournament. Because this tournament, 
Dude, it's, it's made by the man. Well, the he, man runs it, and the man gets you to be a, a cog in his wheel. And then, when I was a young man playing sports, uh, baseball in the summertime, I played baseball when I wasn't playing organized baseball. Like I played sandlot baseball and organized baseball, and we played, you know, watch baseball and traded baseball cards. I I wanted to only, I wanted everything to do with baseball. Hmm. That's and I still I wasn't good. Um, but that's what, at the time, everybody was doing. It's like, hey, what, what are we going to do? I mean, we can go in the woods and shoot slingshots or BB guns or light fires or look at dirty magazines or whatever. But then, you know, between that, in your quote-unquote refractory period, you're playing baseball, right? When there's nothing else to do, you're that's what we did. Yeah, how are they going to find dumpster porn if they're busy at tournaments <laughs> all weekend? Well, my point was, I did not even get, I didn't even get, I wasn't even good enough to play on the high school team, JV team. So when you have a kid like mine who, yes, she likes it and she's halfway decent when she's out there playing, but it's not like every waking moment is about softball. There are kids out there that are like that. Let those kids play the travel softball. Yeah. What what does it say about a parent that you want to spend your whole weekend watching kids softball? Like you got nothing better to do. And by better to do is I'm talking about catching up on uh, Mirror of Easttown on on HBO, dude, like anything, like whatever. There's got to be something better to do. The new season of Handmaid's Tale is out, and you're at a tournament all day. How's yeah. that feel, Mom? I mean, some people probably watch it on their phone while their kid's out there playing. Kudos Oof. to you. That's at least something. But these boosters, these these people that are, that just ride with their kids no matter it's, what, like, oh, he, my, Jimmy, he's the best. And I, you know, I'm going to buy him the best bat and the best equipment. It's like... I don't know. Were they were they babied as kids, or were they? Did they have nothing? As the kids? opposite. It's, it's hard. Compensating. It's, yeah, it's hard to tell. You're like my dad never went to one game, so I'm going to go to all of them. Which I get. That's an understandable um, thing. Yeah, and I've said that. Really, in theory, I've told my kids like, yes, I, I can be a major prick, but in my opinion, my, I'm a little bit less of a prick than my old man was. So yeah. that's all we can really hope is, is to move the needle a half a tick. Don't overcorrect. We, we've, yeah. We've, we've done something. I go, you know, 20 generations from now we'll be all right, but there's no hurry. There's no race to the finish line. We can't be perfect. I like that. You know, I like that a lot, <laughs> but I mean, it is very selfless for the people that are doing the tournaments. It's selfless. And it's like anything for my kids. I get that. And that's commendable, but I just, uh, you know what? I also have the luxury of my kid not being real good at anything. <laughs> That's also kind of, you know, if, well, my, if my kid like had like a cannon for an arm or like just naturally was great at hockey and loved following, I might feel way differently. But he's like, hey, uh, I want to play Minecraft. So I go, well, you know, sports are dumb, guys. Well, and, and I think I told you when my son, uh, who wasn't exceptional at baseball, started wrestling and showed some promise. I was like, then I, w- I was all about it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll go to a, an all day tournament for, to watch him wrestle. Because, the Hebrew hammer. Yeah. Because that is, he's good at it and he's passionate about it. And I enjoy watching wrestling, whether he's on the mat or not. Like I just, it's a, it's a good sport to watch. Um, but again, it would, it would have, I'm, I'm sort of glad in, in a way, uh, you know, whatever that, well, <laughs> that we, that, that he decided it wasn't for him because it wasn't for me. Well, I just, I always go back to, like, my niece, who danced in every kind of, dude, she danced in her sleep. Dance, 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 the dance team, um, the travel, they would go to Florida. We had this thing where we would work at that Tinley Park, used to be called The World, now it's mm. called Nobody Cares. But, like, you, we would sling beer. We'd be, like, bartenders. Instead of them paying us, they go, that $85 or 100 bucks we're going to put toward her dance thing. So a lot of family members, we're all in. This girl loves dance, so we're all behind you. We do this. And then at the end, high school's over, and she goes to college for business. 
cool. But what happened to the dance thing, right? And it's like, oh, that was just, you know, I enjoyed doing that. It's like, no, the effort level put in by everybody uh, does not equate I had a good time. It's got to be like, oh, now I'm a professional dancer. However, the the business thing she's going to do is going to make her super rich or whatever. But well, that's why. See, this is this is leading to, and your kids don't play. Your son doesn't play baseball, right? Your daughter doesn't. Kids play who softball. run the world are dancing, okay? And they're not playing softball. True. They're out there stealing money from the poor. It's the man again. I got I got to call Antifa. Do your kids time. play baseball or softball? No. Okay. No, but dude, but 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 this summer, the local park department offers all these classes. It's like a four week thing yeah, on like baseball, summer a summer thing on tennis. Mm-hmm. My kids are doing tennis. Baseball, skateboarding, fishing. There's like my wife yeah, went, awesome. my wife went crazy. She signed them up for all of them, and I go, "What? what why all of them?" She's like, "I don't know. They all just sounded cool, and I don't want them on the TV." So I go, "All right." Yeah, no. I mean, I I feel like that. Why not? You get out. You're with other kids. That's all great and mm-hmm. dandy, but um, I just feel like when there's a push now, and it's probably been. I mean, since at least my son was playing. So let's just go back, like probably 10 years at least that I could speak to where people are moving away from like rec league town, uh, village, whatever, whatever you call it, um, local sports and moving to travel sports because the, you know, the competition's better and you're going to get better coaching and better, you know, all that stuff. And then rec league is sort of like, you know, if you watch the bad news bears, it's like, you got the guy that comes out, maybe not so obvious, but you know, comes a buttermaker with the beer. You know, he's he's teaching the kids. He's half, yeah. he's half ass involved. He's smoking Did a you cigarette. Say buttermaker? Lungs. Yeah, bad news bears. Coach Buttermaker. Oh, that was his name. Yeah, I thought that was the name of a drink. I was no. like, I gotta try that. No. So you know, he's he's half ass teaching or whatever, but he doesn't want to be there. Maybe he was appointed uh, appointed by the courts. Uh, like a Gordon Bombay. That I like. Uh, whatever <laughs> yeah. the reason is, it's like you you don't have the same intensity, and you have um, a lot of the players are are as the kids say dog water. So you there's just not you're not gonna win all the games, and and everybody it's just like you're like ah, everybody play whatever position you want to play, and there is some it gets frustrating at times. But then when you play like so organized. It's like, can we just go back to having, there's no fun in sitting the bench. And sometimes you have to sit the bench because there's a better person than you. And that's just the way it goes. When sometimes you're playing a position you're not ready to play or prepared to play because we need you just to be a body in that position yeah. right now. And I don't know. I, I think that it's, it, for the for the really good people, it's awesome. And for anybody who's in the middle or on the low end of, of the talent pool, it's not that awesome. It seems you, like the parents pay the same amount of money. It seems like a very first world problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? It seems like, like instead of just playing baseball for fun, because we have real things to mm-hmm. worry about, like we got to keep the bills and you know, we have, um, you know, mom's got to make dinner. These are like the things that have to happen. Now it's like everything else is covered. We've got DoorDash. We've got all these other things. So now you have to up your, your leisurely time activities have to get cranked well, up. Could you imagine what does it take for you at your job? Um, and I know your your wife just started like working, working mm. to take to get time off and coordinate like a summer vacation, like to somewhere. Like we're going to Disney or we're going to oh. Lake Geneva or we're going to. I started in August for this one that we're doing in two weeks because it's my extended family. It's like brothers and well, sisters. My point is now imagine that you have two weeks that you can take that's going to coordinate with your your wife's job, that's going to allow her to take vacation at the same time, depending on her seniority, and you're in a situation where you have a tournament for nine-year-old softball. To me, that's, that's, it's like, okay, I 
you can't, you have a commitment. So what are you going to do? And my thing is, don't make that commitment. That's my thing too. <laughs> don't commit like, so much. You know why? Because my this, fault. Not it's that. a pastime. Right. This isn't a fourth job. It has to be. Um, I that, that's just me. And again, Benny my, the Jet Arquita still made it to the pros when he was playing in the Sandlot and did not play organized. The rose will grow from the concrete if it's strong enough. Right. All these other ones <laughs> are just parents uh, putting. Uh, uh, what do you call that stuff you put on plants? <laughs> They're putting miracle grow on their kids. Well, you know what I mean? It's like, no, no, no. no the, it, it if, you, if you've been around youth sports, you'll know like a lot of the other parents that have older kids when, when you come through are like, hey, if your kid has any chance of being on the high school team, you already have to have him in travel. So those coaches are already watching your kid when he's 9, 10, 11, 12. And these, these baseball people, and I'm just going to use baseball. I'm sure it's like this with all sports all know each other. They know the high school coach. They know the junior high coaches. They know the little league coaches. So there's politics to it. It's too much. And so, but, but I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like what you're saying is, is like, if your kid's good and has natural talent, I mean, they'd be, it'd be a shame not to take her on the, on the high school team, but I I don't know how that works. All I'm saying is I'm willing to risk it. (laughs) I am willing to risk it. How does it it work? Okay. Like I'm a white Sox fan. So I'm a die Sox white fan. So all the, uh, the almost the whole team is from Cuba now, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which is they're the best. Now, do they have? And this is gonna sound this is super ignorant for me to say, but like, do they have these kind of travel type type leagues? Because these kids, I mean, obviously they come from Cuba, less privileged, right? right? But they don't get that good by just like swinging a stick in the backyard. Maybe that's how they start. But then somebody goes down to the village and they go, "Oh, this kid's got promise." Do they then put them in like a Cuban AAA? No. Here's the issue. You're asking me this question, yeah. and I don't know anything about Cuban baseball, but I will tell you this. I've you seen smoke enough, cigars, so I figure. I have seen enough kung fu movies to understand that at a very young age, you're standing in the crane pose uh, as a young uh, Chinese boy or girl in a kung fu school, and they all must go to kung fu school. I've seen the movies. That's true. And documentaries, so we know this legitimate. And you're breaking boards from the time, like you wake up to the time you go to sleep when you're not cleaning the dojo or carrying water pails up mountainsides. You just become a cut. It's second nature. Every single, it's like in Israel, you know, everybody's expected to be in the military. Same thing in Cuba. Everybody's expected to play baseball. I know this because I read books. Yeah, but then it's some, of course. There's some that are better than others. And those people, they don't, they, they, they keep in Cuba. Everybody else, they export. And they probably are like, hey, when you get over there, if you're making some money, and we'll know you're making money by the amount of gold chains you wear uh, because you didn't wear gold chains when you were in Cuba because it's a communist country and probably didn't have not gold as, chains. Not as many. But when you have your Mr. T starter kit, that's how when we watch TV, we know that you've signed a, a very good contract or at least you're spending your money uh, wisely so people know that you're a viable commodity and uh, should swoop you up if you become... I guess I'm just wondering, are they? do they grow on their own because of they just pick the strong ones or do, are they all fed this travel league stuff like us I don't know that there's travel leagues I think they're just competitive in all I only no travel idea. so far <laughs> in, in Cuba but I think you my kung fu it's gotta be that's gotta be true about how I'm comparing the two yeah, so let's just go with that I mean that seems like the most viable reason sometimes it's okay to not make it big yeah I mean there's millions of people who do that I would say the like one percent make it big. I saw so. a band last night. Oh yeah, yeah. That is uh, yeah. not in an arena, 
just in a bar. Okay. Were they hanging out or they were they decided playing? they were playing. Oh. They decided it's okay to not. It's not like LA Guns was hanging out at a bar and you're like, hey, that's LA Guns. And then you left. It was um, Tesla. Oh. The offshoots of Tesla. Okay. No, so <laughs> I was just thinking that because I said sometimes it's okay to go, this is the level we're going to be at. Mm-hmm. Right? I play music. I have no intention of touring. I just like playing music. Sometimes it's okay to not be a pro. So I'm watching this band last night, and I had I had this thought. I dude, I get like um, I get like musical PTSD. Like I get nervous. I think I've told you this before. Like I get nervous when I watch a band between songs. If that next song doesn't start right away, I'm like, Ugh, like I feel weird. And then you know how like there's the little banter between songs. Like hey, they've been working on this one. This is a little tune. Hope you like it. Yeah. Oh, I know so, a lot because I see you. <laughs> yeah, I do it too. Well, I'm like that guy who like uh, quietly pours vodka in his water bottle watching his kids sports, mm-hmm. but then talks crap about the other alcoholic <laughs> parents. Right. I, I, I know that I'm like a, um, I know I do this as well, but between the songs, I get, I think that's why I talk between songs sometimes too, because I'm like, I don't like this weird, awkward silence, but I'm watching that and I was just very much, uh. Like, my skin crawls when there's time in between. And it's like, hey, we're going <laughs> to do a shot or whatever. Like, the little talk, I don't know why. Because I think it's like every, maybe this is it. Every single moment where you're not performing exposes that you're not a professional performer. Even if you are performing, like, at a bar or a restaurant or whatever. Like, every moment that you're not rock and rolling is like, oh, that's just a dude up there in an Under Armour right, shirt right. or whatever, you know? So I'm watching this band last night, and it's in like a – they were supposed to play outside, but since it rained, it was inside the restaurant. There was like a four, 15 tables or whatever. It wasn't real big, and they had a setup to be big. So they're jamming, and people are eating. And I know I've, I do this all the time too, but maybe when I'm noticing I don't – or maybe when I'm playing I don't notice it. But, dude – if I'm up there, this is full band, not acoustic, so it's even more so. If I'm up there rocking and rolling, if I'm giving you 50 pounds of rock in a 25-pound bag, and you're eating chicken parmesan. <laughs> you're flagging down the waiter to refill your pop. Yeah, you're looking at your phone. There's TV playing sports. I don't know what to do. It's like this this, this nether. You've uh, chosen to play rec league music. You are not yeah. in the all-star team. You're not traveling. So when you play rec league music, you get rec league fans. The casual, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, but but see it, we see how we did that. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. This whole I'm, let's go full circle. So, but here here's the deal. So they're playing. These guys have obviously put. Ton, they're very tight. They're very good band. Mm-hmm. Like they're musically, they're super good. So they're they're obviously have tons of time put into this. Tons of man hours. Everything they got great equipment. They've all practiced on their off time, and you're eating chicken with tomato and and cheese on it i don't like that i don't like that so i'm sitting there going this isn't right this isn't fair people shouldn't be drinking lemonade while this band is is kicking ass right and so i go this this kind of sucks as a performer this sucks then people finish eating they get a few cocktails in them now we're rocking and rolling right now they're playing, I don't know, I forget what a Blue Oyster Cult or something. They're playing, they're playing something, and it's a 70s song. Crowd is loving it. Now they move tables out of the way and they it's create a darn cowbell, bro. They create a little dance floor. So now 40, 50s, 60 somethings are up and they're 
rocking and rolling and they're dancing to this music. And then I look at my buddy and I go, well, I don't like this either. <laughs> I don't care for this. I don't like this. It's, what do you call it? What's that phrase people use for like a, not a no sum equation, but. A what? Uh, what's the term when there's like a, a not, a, it's a lose-lose, but yeah. a smarter person would say something. No win situation. Uh, I don't <laughs> like that. A zero sum something. So I was like, you're in a dire spot. If, if they're eating and not pay attention to you, this is not cool. If they get up and they're doing the two-step to your Tom Petty cover, I don't know if that's cool either. So it's a real problem for me. What age is the crowd? You see how I just shit on people doing it professionally and amateur. Yes. I don't like either one. What age are these people in the crowd? Let's low, dissect this a little Low bit. end is 30s. High end is 60s. Now, the people this, on the inside of the business were not there to see a performance right they were there to eat dinner and the they expected the performance was oh the workers the are workers dancing. got people going yeah that's a little that's a little crazy but I they're mean, just overzealous i don't so like whatever. that at texas roadhouse and i surely don't like it at wherever you were either yeah check out what you can do with the peanuts drop them on the floor this place is crazy uh, that has always annoyed me and i i just stepping away for a minute these theme restaurants i have to, like whether it be hooters and they have to join in for like if it's your birthday they got to sing the hooters birthday no, song i think these people oh, were just God. about that life right so my friends have been saying like hey do you want to do some live shows do you want to play and it's like kind of a part of me goes like hell yeah i'd love to plug in and play full band again it's great to have drums and stuff that's awesome i go but if we suck they sit there and they eat chicken parmesan if we're good they put down their chicken parmesan <laughs> and they get up and they start dancing. I don't know that I'm happy either time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should have been a stand-up because stand well, I should have been funnier. But like comics are it's it's cool if they hate the crowd a little bit, right? Like is it like I mean, talk I, shit to them? In my experience, just being a, a fan of podcasts and radio for years and hearing comedians have the same it's like, hey, you will have me on stage telling jokes and they have the, you know, the Bears game is on behind me. Yeah, or, yeah. So, I mean, six same of one, thing. half dozen of the other. It's, it's you're, you're in the same situation. So you, I guess you have to go out with a idea. What do you want? What is the perfect scenario for you? I want travel team fans <laughs> with rec rig effort level. That's what I want, dude. So they're, the travel team fans are the dancers, right? They're the people that are going to get into it. They're going to they're going to wear your shirt. They're going to uh, be at every show, boost, you know, tell, bring friends. I think I'm just I'm just going to go back to your old days and just be like, I want I want it to be punk rock. I want I want it to not be that professional and good. And I want it to be loud and people slam it to each other and then go home. I like food. Food is good. I like food. Food is good. Juicy burger, juicy fries. Juicy lady, you probably suck. 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 I like food. Food is good. I like food. Food is good. Okay. So for those of you who didn't know, uh, which most of you didn't, Ben and I, Ben didn't either. Ben had a surprise birthday party two weeks ago. And I was the surprise, unfortunately. <laughs> That's right. This was the craziest Worst scenario. birthday so, present ever, dude. Uh, a couple days before the birthday party, whether I was an afterthought or not, or whether his, his wife was just late in uh, getting things together you, or coming no, up with this you, idea. You were, you were not an afterthought. She sent me a message saying, hey, we're looking to have a party for a surprise party for Ben on Saturday. And immediately I was like <laughs> super worried, upset, and annoyed all at the same time. I'm like, okay, and I have to hang out with Ben like outside of the podcast and I have to hang out with his family and I have to go around people. And now I know they have a pool. So they're going to want me to bring my kids, which his wife specifically said, wait, we have a pool, bring your kids. Um, <laughs> and I know my daughter 
who has gotten proficient prior to COVID in swimming. She just uh, was almost graduated from swimming lessons and wasn't wearing the wings, but it's been a year and, and, and I didn't know what the situation was, but I know at nine years old, she would be mortified if I made her wear water wings. It's just not going to happen. Oh, so now dude. do I have to stand next to the pool? There's a lot of things that are going on in my mind and I just would rather Ben's wife have forgotten me and not invited <laughs> me, but that's not the case. So I don't know. It's, let's say the party was supposed to go down. I was supposed to be there at 12 uh, or one. It was one o'clock in my normal fashion. I got, I was there early. And so then I drove around for a little bit cause I drove past his house and I saw some balloons outside and whatnot. And I'm like, okay. So did you, I, think I don't you know. Were, if he, I thought you were going to become, someone was going to be bringing you there from another situation. Did you think you were going to a surprise party? She told me it's a surprise party. So oh. hold on. Don't step on okay. this. So I saw the balloons and everything. And in my, I saw Ben's car out there, but I'm like, okay, somebody obviously has been doing something and then they're going to bring him back and everybody's going to be there. I don't want to, I, I purposefully was going to be late, wanted to be late because I didn't want to be the guy. I didn't want to be there yelling surprise. Cause I don't, I don't like to be that guy. I don't want to have to sing him happy birthday. Um, <laughs> and so I was going to be late, but then there's this other part of me that doesn't allow me to be late. In fact, it makes me be there at least a half hour early. So I was stalking the house from down the street. Uh, I went to the liquor store, bought some beer because I know Ben likes to drink. Um, mm. And I, you don't come to somebody's house empty handed, even if you don't want to be there. And so <laughs> after like 10, it's like one ten, and I'm like, nobody's here. What's going on? Uh, I decided that was long enough to wait. So I pulled up and as I, I get out of my car, I'm thinking, okay, well, I was going to go in and talk to his wife and say, should I, if he sees my car, he's going to think something's up because I never hang out with Ben. So as I'm coming up the driveway, here comes Ben out of his garage. Hey man, what's up? And I'm carrying two, four packs of beer. Now they're not being cheap. They're expensive four packs. All right. But anyway, as I'm walking the garage, he's like, Hey, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? And he, he, he still isn't making any correlation. He's like, what do you got there? Some beer. He's like, you dropping this off. And I'm like, uh, no, he's like, Oh, did you want to hang around and, like drink some beer and I'm thinking <laughs> not really but I, I I mean do you not know what's going on and then his wife is in the back okay she could see us through the service door we're standing in the driveway I'm making eye, ta- eye contact with her and she goes surprise <laughs> and I'm like so now am I the only person coming to Ben's party this is even weirder you see why I don't uh, get excited about birthdays so I then am super upset did I ruin the surprise and she's like no <laughs> It's a surprise party, meaning like surprise we're having a party because we never have parties. <laughs> Not a surprise party. And I was like, isn't there a way you could isn't there a way you could put a quotation around surprise or in the several text messages you sent me line up like, hey, this is not a traditional surprise party in that we are going to be hiding and we're gonna yell out surprise when Ben gets here. We're not we're just gonna let let this let the, the the chips fall where they may. You know what people are people are going to show think. up. Ben's going to walk out and be like, "Why are you here?" Now here's the funny part. If now Ben had invited other people, or him and his wife had spoke about inviting his family and some other friends of his, so it wasn't odd that people were going to be there. But it was odd that I was there. See, if I had come later, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But the fact that I showed up was like, why are you here? And why are you bringing beer? And are you just expecting to swim? Who invited you? And why are you by yourself? Where's your family? Like, what is happening? I was like, hey, dude, so you want to like watch a Sox game or something? It was the most awkward. And then I thought Ben just ran into me in the driveway. And he's like, no, I saw you from my upstairs window. And I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll find out why he's here. 
it was super awkward. Ben's wife. Uh, I don't know if she if she found this humor humorful so, or me, what. Let, let me explain. Okay. It was. I knew it was going to be nice out, and we had opened the pool, and it had nothing to do with my birthday, which was a week a week before. Which is also how surprise parties work, right? So my birthday was on the fifteenth. I think this was the twenty first. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just knew it was going to be nice. The pool was open, and I was like, "We should just get together." So I call. I think two of my friends who have kids, or whatever, and I just said, "Hey, you guys should come over." That we normally should. hang out. Yeah, and I was like, "We should. Just, you guys should come over. We should grill out, and let's get summer started. Let's do this thing." So I expected people, a couple people to come by and that was it. What my wife did was instead of having a surprise party, she was having a subtle surprise party, which we named it after the fact. She goes, I knew you were having a party and you didn't have a birthday party. We didn't do anything for your birthday. Nobody got you anything and nobody cared. So I thought I would just invite your friends and make it a big party. And I go, okay, that's pretty cool. So then throughout the day, people would just stream in the party and show up. My mom came, other people came, and I was like, oh. And each time somebody come, came, she would go, oh, here's another surprise person. They're here now. So Surprise, this person either felt that obligated to show up or whatever. They're here, uh, so you have to talk to them. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I slowly started to invite other people as the day was approaching. I think mm. that day, that morning, I called. I texted my mom and my brothers, and I was like, hey, we're doing a thing in the backyard if you guys want to come by. So almost everybody that came was people that I would at least not have been surprised. Were, were they, they invited by your wife and then you invited them not knowing they were coming yeah. anyway? Okay. And yeah. at least they were under the impression it was a surprise party. And they're like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, but no, but I don't know if they thought it was a surprise party. It's weird to have. A, it, it was a subtle surprise party, mm-hmm. which turns out is kind of better. Because nobody wants the whole, oh, you guys right. surprised me. Nobody likes Some people the, do. Well, sure. some people do. <laughs> but a lot of people don't like being surprised for the surprise party. But what you do like is the day that you thought was going to be a good day turns into a great day. Sure. So the subtle surprises may be the way to go. Because you go, I already planned on cooking out. I didn't know more of my friends were coming. I didn't know uh, you'd buy a bunch of beer and fill the fridge. Right. She even put balloons on the front porch. Right, which I thought was like, how do you not know there's a party here, Ben? Because she is so excited about having a pool in summer. She hates winter so much that I legitimately thought she was just like, we're having a summer thing today. Look, I made it pretty. That's what she does. She makes things pretty. And put balloons. I literally thought that. <laughs> Nothing said happy birthday on it. It did not. Um, yeah, well, I don't Nothing said better. happy birthday less than me and your your conversation. It's confusing conversation. Dude, it was so funny because I go, I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? What's going on? And they say you had a bag and you're like, you kind of just like shrug your shoulders and I go, Oh, you got beer? Cool. You want to want to hang out or whatever? And you're like, and you go. I you, I almost took that option to go. No, I was just dropping this off. I'm heading out. That was your out. Yeah, right. You, but no, you go. Are you serious? And I go, serious about what? What are you talking about? And you're like, y- are you are you messing around? And I was like, I'm watching the game, dude. Come on in. We can watch baseball or whatever. I didn't know what was going on. Ugh. It was so funny. But but I, although it was goofy, I encourage those out there to to have a subtle surprise party plan a day make your day okay and if your day ends up great which it ended up being a great day uh, one of my brothers came by my mom, you know a few few more people showed up it was great it was a beautiful party in fact and uh, it was beautiful it's like I, 80 degrees dude I went back home and got convinced my my stubborn child to come over there and uh then i had to i had to tell her we're leaving you know uh she was protesting she didn't want to come in to begin with 
because she's just like me. She doesn't want to meet new people. In fact, she even said, I, I don't want, I don't like making new friends and I don't <laughs> want any new friends. I was like, come on. I mean, you've met Ben's daughter before. And she's like, yeah. And like, so yeah, I was like, but she, they have a pool and she's like, well, all right. <sighs> all right. But I'm not going to, I, she has to ask me to be her friend. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, that's the attitude. So I, I told Ben, I was like this. This probably isn't going to. My work daughter out. said she was a delight. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Which is funny because because you're Mister. I don't like to go to parties. You were holding court. Yeah, at the one, table, so dude. I heard Dave spinning spinning yarn. You were in storytelling mode. I, every time I go, not I even drinking. There, no, every time I went over there, you were like on a new bit. I had new a new audience. This is you're trying out new material. Well, the or thing you're is, is, honing your old no, stuff. No new material, but I, okay. your, your, your brother Nathan. Um, as much as, I mean, whenever we're together, he's always like, dude, I agree like 99% of your take on things, whether it be, so he, yeah. he was sort of like lobbing it up for me. He's like, yeah, like that, you know, how you talk about the doors or we got on that sub subject. He's like, dude, he's like, I never knew why I didn't like the doors. I know I didn't like them, but he's like the way Dave explained why no one should like the doors. He's like, now I know why I don't like the doors. What is your dime store? The Ray Manzarek, you know, playing the, the keyboards. Yeah, the, the over, yeah, the, the over keyboard organ, whatever. Um, but he basically opened the door for that. And then other people that were there, uh, one of the guys was John, the guy that's in your band and yeah. your, your mom was sitting there. So people were like, tell, tell me more about, about that. Or they, <laughs> they were like, I agree or I, I don't agree. And, uh, your friend Phil was there, so we we talked. It was about, my we party. Talked about somebody should have like, We talked about. Somebody should have been like, "Hey, what do you feel about Cheryl Scott and Borat?" And I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> let me give me a minute." I guess they don't. They see you all the time, and I was like a. You know, I was a surprise for everybody. You were. You were, you were, you were <laughs> so, our subtle surprise. And you know what? I tried to make the best out of the situation. <laughs> wow, Not fun. that it wasn't great, it was but good. I'm just saying. Like, I never met your mom before. Oh, that's right. And uh, she was extremely delightful, <laughs> so sweet and nice. She didn't like sigh a mother that hen. much at all. She didn't do no. a lot of like, she, yeah, was, she was in happiness mode. You know? And her husband was there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan, never call you dad? I don't know what that means. His name is Dan. Okay. And I tell him I'll never call him dad. Oh, okay. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> okay. He's interesting. I was like. Had, <laughs> had some conversations with him. Yeah. Did you guys talk about the Lord? <laughs> uh, no, that never came up. Uh, but uh, we, he, he I, well, I'll, I'll tell you about it later, but there was like, we were having a conversation and he dropped a bummer conversation about, uh, uh, a, a terrible thing that happened to him that apparently your brother wasn't aware of either. And it was like, Hey dude, uh, I'm in the middle of bringing everybody up and, and you just came in and I, I don't, I've never seen it happen before to where you could bring the mood down so low. And then he, then he changed the subject to talking about, uh, uh, tortilla chips and then he left to get his stitches removed. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was something. <laughs> My mom's got that superpower too. Yeah. It was like, Whoa, why, how did we get onto that? Like, Hey, you know, that great story that you're telling about that situation. I have one, but mine ends terribly. It's horrendous and it's horrible and it's heart wrenching. And, uh, you'll probably be thinking about it for days after surprise you parties are great <laughs> unless you get molested during them. I got, hold on. You guys got a minute. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was on par with something that terrible. So oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to fill you in later. Um, now, you put something on Facebook the other day on your personal Facebook, which I wanted to hold off to talk to you about, was this okay. guy. He's been sitting up at a, the Target in uh, in Highland, Indiana. Sometimes in, playing, front of, in front of Dick's as well. Well, in that same mall, mm. Highland Grove Plaza. Mm. He'll move uh, two parking spaces every hour or whatever. But he sits up there with the violin, and he plays contemporary rock music, and he has a sign that says that I think his mom has cancer or whatever. 
Yes. Um, and so you posted that, and there was a lot of mixed reviews. Some people were saying, hey, here's a here's a link showing that this guy's lying. Well, I here's- posted it with the intent of it made me angry that, to me, it sounded beautiful. Mm-hmm. This guy's playing contemporary, killing it on the violin, nary a bad note to be found. Um, and it was crappy weather, and he's out there playing, and people are just walking by him drinking their iced cappy frappy blast mm. and and it made me angry and i don't know why i the so, heavier the heavier the person that walked by him made me more angry so so the sign if i'm not mistaken right it was something about like you Said know his mom had cancer raising there money. was a female holding the sign and he was playing violin so my feeling is when i saw it i saw some of the comments people were saying like well hey you know as a music only musicians will will recognize like game recognize game like you know it will appreciate it because it's another musician that's my Again, least I'm, favorite comment I'm of gonna, all of it. I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, from this point forward, never call myself a musician again because I'm gonna, I'm going to say, I don't appreciate it. I do appreciate music. I appreciate violin. I appreciate violin music. I even appreciate people playing the violin to contemporary music. What I don't appreciate is anybody, whether it be the guy with the cancer mom and the violin or the Boy Scouts, standing between me and the shopping I must do. Or purchasing because I don't go to the store unless I need something and I'm there on a mission. I don't need the guy selling me the poppies or asking me for a donation the minute I walk out of the hardware store. The kids now. Well, you know who else goes to the store when they need something? Everybody. Everybody. Okay, but I'm talking from my perspective. If you want to raise money, get a job. Go do some. Stay inside where the weather's good uh, and play. You know, I don't understand how much money you think you're going to raise. He should be getting. Well, I don't paid understand. To play if he right. pl- if he plays that well. He should be getting paid, and the world is not a just place. Let me ask you, just a roundabout. I'm going to call my Antifa buddies what do you, about this. This guy's out here playing violin What do you free. think, without putting your business on the street, what do you hmm. think a perform? What do you think a bar, a gastropub, pays a performer for four hours of, of, of entertainment? Oh, 200 bucks. Okay. So that's $200. Inside... And that's, you walk away with 200 bucks and you're inside a climate controlled environment, right? Yep. I mean, couldn't you, couldn't you raise money that way and people come to see you and then you, you start sort of a, a, a scene where you're like, Hey, it's the violin guy. We're going to go see him play. And then the bar realizes, wow, this guy's bringing a lot more people. You renegotiate your deal. I don't understand why this, if you don't have a house, but you've got a Stradivarius, there's a problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you don't have a house, but you have enough money to carry around a violin, and why do you have a violin? Maybe he's got what? a house, but his medical bills are a lot. So in between shows, he's gonna do a couple hundred bucks. Uh, I don't know. I feel tear get. First of all, you better get one of those cubes that you put on your phone, right? Because who carries cash around? Oh, it said something about the cash app on. His oh side. my God, are you serious? <laughs> it did. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. that's very twenty twenty one. But here's how you here's how you find out if he's phony or not. Is he wearing a mask? You start asking him questions about the app. Be like, I can't figure this app out. Can you help me out? He's got to stop playing violin to show you. And then if he's faking it, like like a lot of people in the comments were saying that that guy's phony, which is believable because boy. No breaks between songs, dead nuts, Every everything was perfect. So he's probably faking it. I feel like I don't have time for street musicians um, personally. And I know it's more bah humbug on my part, but I'll be in the city and it's like every you know third street corner, there's people banging on buckets or there's a guy with a saxophone. And it's like, dude, I mean, 
Yeah, I like to fish in my spare time, and I know that I don't make any money doing it. I'm not sponsored. I'm not good. But I enjoy just the solitude of fishing. I'm not, I don't want anything in return. And yes, he's going to do what he wants to do. And also, if he gets a little something, that's great too. But when your freedom infringes upon my freedom, that's when I have a problem. So I have the freedom to walk with peace and quiet. You are just, you just decided to set up on a street corner, mm-hmm. no permit. Nobody asked you to do so. And then you're playing music and I have to walk by you and now you're forcing me to feel a certain way. Either I feel charitable or I feel bad that I'm not charitable or I'm like, hey, F this guy uh, standing in my way or there's a bunch of people now culminating around and I can't get through. I know that I, it's not always about me, but but this is about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, like, can you go to the park? Like put a sign, like you know what to do for garage sales and they're like, hey, garage sale down this street. And then you get down that street, there's another sign with another arrow that goes, no, not yet. It's down this street. And then there's another sign that goes garage at the, end, the garage sale end of the street. And then, then just, you go I mean, like, wait a minute, I made a circle. <laughs> I'm just saying, like get off the beaten path, bro. Don't uh, be in a business parking lot let where, me take where the business other is happening. These go people ahead. are exceptional. They're talented and they're exceptional. And what they're doing is making your environment better by, by using their talent, right? It's like if somebody takes a crappy brick wall and they paint something awesome on it. It's got to be awesome, you know? But they paint something awesome on it. They made your environment better. So if you're just walking into Target and normally you'd have no sounds except for um, people blaring their music in their car. Mm-hmm. Now you hear this guy's beautiful music. He just made ambiance. He made everything better for you. And by the way, look how talented he is if it's real. and Real or not, he's talented. What does what that change anything? Well, if he's just pushing play, then he's not talented. Oh, you thought there was a possibility he was faking it? Yeah, that was the whole thread. That was Oh, I didn't, I don't, I just Oh, read yeah, that's what everybody was saying. They're like, no, this is a scam. This guy's just, it's all coming out of the speaker. He's, you notice how perfect it is? It's because oh. he's not playing. He's faking it. But then he's miming pretty. Yeah. That's You know what? I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't care either. I'm I want to believe. I want to think that's surreal, and it's, it's cool with me. So what I'm saying is he's making things better. And if people whom, by and large, by and large, I consider people unexceptional. So when I see someone do something exceptional, I go, we should stop and we should smell these roses. That guy, give him, give him a buck. Give well, him five me, bucks. Let me Look, ask you this. You know how hard violin is, dude? Give that guy five bucks. Well, let me ask you. So in this thread. I don't believe the cancer thing. I, that's even, no matter what, that's made up. Your wife, everybody has cancer, bro. Your wife walked by, especially in this area where we're breathing oil from the refinery. Yeah. And then steel what shavings or whatever, Still but wool. your, uh, your wife put in the post that she said, Oh yeah, I saw that guy. We gave him money yesterday. So does that get you off the hook? No, you you gave him money too. I gave him, yeah, I gave him well, the first thing I dude, think is, is like, this came from our, our communal bank account. I, we I gave paid. Him, no, I gave him five bucks. See, he should give a voucher. My generosity is dude. he should give a voucher or stamp your, 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 your hand. So that way a voucher would be better because then your wife could give you the, you're going to target the violin guys out there. Just hold up the voucher. He'll know we've already paid. Yeah, we do. I do like that. I yeah, do like that. Idea. We don't have to pay every time. Yeah. Cause like, if you're going to be out here every day, I can't, I like your music, but not $5. A Look, day. when I walk into the hardware store and there's boy scouts out front, or like I said, the, you know, the guy selling the poppies or whatever, I'll go like, Oh, they're like, Hey, you know, do you want to donate? And I'm like, Oh, maybe on my way out full well knowing I'm going to pay with a credit card and have no money. And then I'm thinking, is there a way I could leave from the back of this store or do I have to hold my phone up as I'm walking out and pretend like I'm completely, you know, involved in this phone conversation that's life or death and I can't I can't be bothered by Boy Scout cookies? Okay. Do you take or the Girl same Scout cookies? Do you take the same approach to lemonade stands, Kool-Aid stands? I don't fucking stop. Are you stand. I don't stop at a lemonade this, stand? Are you serious? No, why would I do that? You just 
you just I'd get your dude, kid to throw a snowball at a lemonade. You stand. just swayed the vote. Why? Because if we did a if we did a team, I don't David, care. Team what, did right they have now? credit cards? Did your, did your daughter have a cash app? Uh, dude, at the lemonade what's stand. What's more innocent than a lemonade stand? It's innocent. Great. I don't participate in. Lemonade Give them a dollar. No. Are you crazy? Because no, to me that's like you. You show how dumb you are. You're gonna sit out. You're gonna sit out there for all that time and get almost nothing in return. Come on, man. There's better. You're jobs teaching out there. a work ethic. Are you? Because yeah, not you're working, out there making. Sitting. You're making the lemonade. You're selling it. You're running out to the car while your kid sits at the thing and looks cute. Do you think the lemonade stand people go to the carnival and see the carnival barker and go someday, someday? I can also still sit behind a wood framed uh, configuration. And have people pay me dollars to I think play that, whatever game is behind here. I think they whatever. go. It starts with a lemonade stand, and the next thing you know, I'm the next Mark they're like, Cuban. They're like, hey, buddy, come win your girlfriend, this giant teddy bear, but it's going to take you seven plays to trade up your prizes. Or, <laughs> throw, a, uh, or throw a dart at this Def Leppard uh, poster. You, want, we'll this, give that you right. want this Iron Maiden We'll give you mirror? one that's a quarter of the size, or a cocaine mirror. Would you want this Iron Maiden Coke mirror? You, dude. What about, okay. It is, carnival season is upon us. So it, would see. you stop if, I have a lemonade stand. I made one. Would this way your mind? If it said lemonade, but instead of lemonade, I had a big sign that said, gas your weight. So you got to come up and, and, yeah, and you step on this. 100%. 100%. You step on this scale and I guess. Yeah. And then I steal Damon Wayne's joke from in living color when I go, you weigh about one fat bitch. If you guess my weight, I have to pay for the lemonade. If you don't, I get the lemonade free. Wait, you want to incorporate lemonade in? Yeah, why not? I get something for it. You get something for it. You don't get my money, and I get a free lemonade. If I you dump a bunch of sugar in it, and I say, come back later. Drink four of these, and come back later, and I'll weigh you. <laughs> I'll re-weigh you again. And it's going to be more than, well, it was, <laughs> than it was. I feel like, you know what? At this point, we need to change things up. and Maybe uh, we should do that. Lemonade's fine, but that's not... Apparently, there's a lot of people that think like you do yeah, that I are do. cold and heartless and just need something else to hook them. I don't want to go to the store. The last thing in the world I want to do is ever go to Target uh, or anything else in that Dick's Sporting Goods. Spoken any, anything like up a over true there. non-white lady. And I just go like the last thing I want to do is also have to pass by this guy and deal with his, his nonsense. Before we go, I made a list of things I do want to do. Okay. Not do, but say. Now this is this is early on in its inception, right? But I am creating a list of things that I want to say. Because I keep watching movies and I hear people say badass stuff. Mm-hmm. And I go, dude, I want to say that one day. So you tell me if you have any thoughts. I'll give you my first one. And I want to say these, like, not just for, for play play, for real real. Like, I want to be in a real situation and I have to say these words. And then I will slowly be able to strike them off my, you know, gotcha. list. First one is I want to have to say in all seriousness... And with a look of serious intent in my eyes, I want to say, we have to hack into the mainframe. Like my kid has a summer reading <laughs> yeah. bingo sheet. Okay. And you and can see you if you can scratch that? this off. Because it might take me more than a summer. I want to say, we need to hack into the mainframe. Like somebody, mm-hmm. the bad guy's in there. The only way we're going to get in is to bypass the security. Ooh, bypass the security. That's a mm-hmm. good one too. But I'll just put that in. I'm going to hack into the mainframe. Would All you like right. to say that? Would I like to? I yeah. feel like I could probably incorporate that easily. But but you need to say it, it not I like mean, not what, like oh I did it I can check it off like you need to say that. I feel like anytime my wife has an issue with her computer, I'm like all I would need to do is hack into the mainframe. <laughs> all right, good. And she then, would be like, oh well, then can you do it? Because hope. I need to I need to get this done. Here's another one that may be easier for you, but I feel like it's difficult for me. But I want to say it, and this I want to say angrily and passionately. I want to say, the deal's off. Yeah, the deal I probably is have said off. that. <laughs> you probably have. Yeah. 
I feel like I want I want I want it to be a high stakes game where I'm like, like there's a lot riding on this, and then I I and then I go, you know what? And I look you cold in the eyes, and I go, deals off. Can't you go make a special trip on one of your days off just for fun to a car dealership and talk about a purchase uh, in accordance with a trade in for your vehicle? All well knowing you're not going to do it. (laughs) And then when he whatever offer he gives me, I go deals off, and I walk, dude. Not another word. It's very hard to do because a lot of times they'll take your keys. (laughs) <laughs> and so you need to make sure you get the keys back before you do that because you'll be coming back I try to jump That's in the car but it's one of those that you have the key on you but you push the button <laughs> right. and I won't quite understand it and I'll come back and I'll go deal still off but I need that key yeah back. right alright the other one I have is um, I want to be able to say preferably at a party preferably um, away from my home I want to say well in my culture mm. dot 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 and I want to fill in something I could do that I could do that. You could a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. Somebody asked me uh, on their podcast, put it out there asking me, they threw a shout out to me asking me, what is the difference between a bar and bat mitzvah? You know, what's the distinction? And so I had to answer that question. I could say, say my culture. Yeah. When a, when a young lady is going to, uh, you know, have the ceremony, it is a bat mitzvah. And or when, when you're man, offering someone um, blended liver on a cracker, you go, in my culture. Right. This is, this is delicious. You have no culture, though. You're like white hillbilly. I know. That's why it sucks. <laughs> I never, like, the only time I could do it is if I go to Europe and they give me a warm beer and I go, in my culture, we drink them cold. Could you figure out a way to say, the game is up? Um, Your ass that's is already, mine. Let me see if that's already <laughs> A la there. Ferris Bueller. Mm, no, I think maybe maybe the deal is off as close okay. as I have. Uh, but I really want to say in my culture. I also want to say... How you say... Uh, come and see say. Um, I want to have... This is also computer related sort of. But I want to say, again, hurriedly, um, maybe even smoking a cigarette. I want to go, there's no time. We'll have to go offline. You know, a lot of times there's like movies where you're connected and someone's monitoring you mm. from like a central hub. and you're Or you're going deep into a cave or whatever and you got a comm system. And I'll just go, there's no time. We'll have to go offline. I'm going dark. I wanted to say there's no yeah, time. We'll have to go very dark. Very Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah. you got to go offline. That's pretty dope. Um, I want to say, I want to say with a smug look on my face, I want to say. You always have one. <laughs> okay. I want to say with my face, luckily, I brought backup. And then. Oh, you could fill you can, in the You know you can it. make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that sounds pretty dope. Like happen. trying to think like. Like, I want to be in a place where some guy goes, like, surprise, and there's more people, and I go, look. You couldn't have people standing by and then all well-knowing it's just for fun, and then you do this thing, you click, your, and they come out from the shadows? Yeah, or maybe, like, a cool noise. Or you get there, and you're, you're, the odds aren't great, and you say, I don't like these odds, and then you click your finger, and you're like, how about these odds? I don't like these odds is also <laughs> one that we should probably add. That's a very good one. Um, and lastly... I want to say, with a concerned look on my face, and I'm not sure, we've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> Wish me luck. And then yeah. I want to, um, you know, like shove like extra ammo in a pocket and then run. Yeah. I think we can make that happen. It's going to be a long summer, hopefully. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be the best there, summer there, ever. My favorite one of those, better than anything Schwarzenegger or Stallone's ever said, there's a movie called Action Jackson starring Carl Weathers. And he uh, he is across the alley from another guy. He pops out and he's got a flamethrower and he says to the guy, how do you like your ribs? 
and then he flamethrows him with the. How do you like thing. your ribs? Yeah. That's up there. The guy's, with like, I think the guy was shirtless too, and so he's gonna flame him. That's him. fantastic. Yeah. That's up there with uh, Bennett. Let off some steam. Yes, I feel like there's. You have to be ready. You have to have these things cocked. That's and why I write them down because I want them in the forefront. A la the shrimp store called. <laughs> the ocean called. Yeah. And once a shrimp you know, the jerk store called. The jerk store called. Yeah, exactly. Now. I'm going to close this out by saying, I mentioned it earlier, a uh, fleeting, but I've been watching, um, I, I think the finale is this Sunday, this this HBO show called Mayor of Easttown. And it is, um, I'd say it's it's like, a, it's a detective show about Kate, a small town. Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet is the main Ooh, player. I like her. And they do what they do in every police show. Um, not only do they make her, you know, uh, they just make her homely. They dress her down. She has, you know, very little makeup. Nice try. Front, dressed frumpy. Uh, we're not buying it. But you remember True Detective. I, I talk. I've I've been a non-smoker for since I think twenty two thousand nine, maybe, hmm. um, or ten. And when I saw True Detective, I was like, I've never wanted to smoke. Every now and then, I'll smell a cigarette. I'll be like, man, would it, it would be nice to smoke again. Yeah, that and Mad Men make me want to smoke. But when I saw True Detective and the way Matthew McConaughey was smoking, I was like, it looks gross because he's filthy when he's smoking <laughs> the cigarettes uh, as an aged Rustin Cole. But I was like, it looks it looks great, man. Like the Bush Light or whatever he was drinking with the cigarettes is like the taste. Oh, those Lone amazing. Star yeah, drinks Lone or Star, whatever yeah. they were? Um, but this mayor of Eastwood, they're drinking rolling rock. That's uh, I think it's supposed to be in Pennsylvania and they're okay. drinking rolling rock. Like at every bar at every, it's like, Hey, I'm at a rolling rock. Hey Bob. So that must be what happens uh, current day. Uh, that must be the drink of choice. I think it's We're an, out it's here in Northwest Coast. Indiana drinking, uh, you know, micro brew. We're getting all, all crazy with it. And when we see a person who drinks Miller Lite, we're like peasant. Like I would say, if you had a party and there was Miller Lite, I would not be drinking it. You know what I go? No interest in you offer me Miller Lite at a party. You know what I say? I go, Psh. That's, that's perfect. It. Yeah. I go, I go Psh. And that, that, that extends to Coors Light, Bud Light, Corona, whatever. Uh, well, Corona's all right. I, guess I go, no, seriously. Hot. Seriously, what are you offering me? But with this being said, even though I can't taste or smell, I want to mention that again. <laughs> I the way that that she drinks a rolling rock and the way that they present rolling rock I'm like dude I remember rolling rocks not half bad it's probably no. hot garbage or as the kids say dog water it's easy to drink I believe but I feel like um that to me back when I was young that would have been a a, a specialty beer it like was. I was drinking Milwaukee's best or Pabst Blue Ribbon uh not because I was being a hipster because I don't think it was hipstery yet no um and I did not like the taste of Pabst Blue Ribbon. When, when I used I was to drink beer it. back when I was like 17, people would come to parties and every once in a while somebody would have that and it'd be like, whoa. Yeah, some, keep the bottle in their room because it was so cool. Yeah, Rolling Rock, it seemed like it was a more highfalutin beer, which it is not. But I want every, I want to see if anybody agrees with me. If, they, if they've seen Mayor of Eastwood watch, or excuse me, Mayor of Easttown watch the way they, they present Rolling Rock and tell me that you don't want a Rolling Rock. You want a rolling rock? Of course I do. <laughs> All right. Well, that will have to wait till next time. That is episode 290. We're bearing down on episode 300, which we have nothing special planned for and probably will do nothing special Live for. Show. That's what Ben says, but I'm, I'm going to say no. Uh, so we'll see you next time. Later. Later.